I mean, I, I do have to say I'm I'm sad for your loss. Thank you. You know, I lost out as well, but I don't think it quite hit as... You don't care it, as much as I do. I, I really am rather apathetic towards the issue, and I feel bad about that, but at the same time, I feel very bad that, um, you know, of what you're having to go through right now. Thank you. I mean, it was, it did come as kind of a shock. Like, I, you yeah. know, like, you kind of, you know, look at something, expect the person to still be there, and then you go and... They've closed the door in your face. Well, well, you know, relationships change sometimes, and it's always relationships change. People change. It's always a tough transition. I don't know. Uh, This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Exdillon. So we do have an announcement to make. Our our good friend Jeff, with quotation marks, has unfriended us on Facebook and blocked us on Twitter. Blocked us from following her him on Twitter. Her him on Twitter. Yes, it's a it's a sad. It is day. official. I didn't know because I'm usually I'm away from the internet's usually most of the weekend, <laughs> and all of a sudden I was looking at my feed on Facebook today, and we have a we have a tribute that we're going to play a little later. Yeah. Um, but I was looking at my Facebook feed. I'm like, somebody's face has been missing for a couple days, and I this is very odd because I know this person you know lives on the internet. Of course, mm-hmm. when they're not looking for work rigorously, right? Um, but I know this person posts every five minutes. You know, as to like you know what bowel movement it is to like what she's having for lunch <laughs> and I like or what the kids are yes and so I was I was astonished I'm like hmm well maybe I'll go and check and see how she's doing you know what <sighs> I will never know because all I can see is just her picture there isn't even an option to send a message yeah yeah it's uh, it's very sad and I came to the realization that I too have been cut off from this relationship mm-hmm. um, as I said I don't think it meant quite as much to me as it did to Sarah. I know it was a very important thing in Sarah's life. So please, you know, there bear was just with a miscommunication just, too. I feel like I'm being punished too for something I didn't do. You know what? Yeah. She, she didn't need to listen to like rumors some other people are saying. That doesn't mean that it's true. I think right. I'm being blamed for something that I didn't even do. It's it's quite possible. And that was just a rash decision on her part. Rash. It rash. is. But you can't control anyone but yourself. I Sarah. know. You know, sometimes you just have to let things go. Things happen for a reason. You know, I mean, maybe it'll come back, but I, I wouldn't plan your life around that. I think that this is goodbye. I think you've lost something, and I just, I think that uh, maybe you need to... I think this person has been a special part of on. my life for, God, about four years now. Yeah. Four years, this person has given me so much joy. Yeah. Jeff has been, like, one of the greatest, most entertaining people I have ever met. And now she's decided I don't need to see what she writes anymore. Well, we should uh, we should talk about this a little more here in okay, a bit. When you, I, I know have, you've got something prepared. I do. Perhaps a statement. I or... have a statement and a song okay. that I would like to dedicate to her. So, All right. Um, getting a little emotional. Let me just... I mean, do you think... I mean, are we going to be okay to do the show? I'll be okay. Today or... You know what? Because this you know? is the first show of the rest of the shows I'm going to have to do without her wanting to be my friend. It's true. You know, at some point you just have to power through. The show goes on. You know, you got to move forward. Mm-hmm. You gotta fight back the tears for yes. a little while, but if if the tears come, just let them happen. I'll you just know, let them flow. Yeah, just let it happen, and just get it all out of your yeah. system now. I was a little shocked, though. Yeah, I have to say, it did catch me a little off guard. Yeah, it did. So. Because I'm sorry, once you get away with something for fucking four <laughs> years, you don't expect the day to ever come when someone's gonna be like, "And I'm, I'm I'm blocking you." Yeah, I'm like, my God, we have driven this into the ground. Yeah, yeah. 
I know it's it's a it's a it's a sad day. After 411 episodes, it's tough to move on sometimes. But I will. That's right. You'll be you'll be a stronger person. For I it. don't think that I'm ever going to find anybody as great as her, though. Honestly, that's a tough one. It's a tough one. That is a tough call. That is a tough call, and you know, and I, who am I to say? You know, I, I obviously I don't know. I can't I can't read the future. I don't know if you'll find someone as great as her. You can always hope. I can't hope. You know, there's always a possibility. But uh, but well, let's 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 talk more about let's her. Say, let's talk about her weekends, and then we'll just come back to this because we have a guest coming on, and maybe we can talk to him a little bit too, and we can like right help, help us, us uh, yeah, help help you understand, you know, to get over your grief and, mm-hmm. and your loss. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. So anyway, this weekend, <sighs> um, well, obviously I had Neil Brennan on the show on Friday, which was awesome. Yes, Neil was uh, cool. He ended up staying here. I didn't realize what an internet addiction he really does have. Yeah, he was talking about it too. Yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, he was here for a good uh, probably almost an hour after the show was done, just sitting on the internet. Internet. Not hanging out with us. No, <laughs> just sitting on the internet. We're like, wow, this is cool. Neil Brennan's hanging out at our studio. Yeah, okay. With us. <laughs> yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> type, 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 type. So, um, but yeah, yeah, it was cool. And uh, I believe we're going to talk to someone in a little bit who was there at the show. I believe so. Perhaps yes. who might have been involved with said perhaps show? Perhaps was yes a performance said show. Um, and uh, yeah, so so did that. And then uh, let's see what, what what did you do on Saturday? Saturday. What did I do on Saturday? Oh, I rode my bike out to hang out with Timber Joey to watch the Timbers game. Oh, yes, yes, yes. 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 You rode with me. I did indeed. Yes. I forgot already. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Uh, Greg, remember we said that we were going to go hang out That's with right. Joey. Yes. I uh, ended up meeting up with, with Timber Joey at, uh, at an event of his where he was. It's always weird going to an event because it's, I mean, you go out with Timber Joey anyway and he does get recognized, but it's, it's not too bad. Yeah. And, but uh, you go to a Timbers event. I mean, it's just person after person. Hi, you're Timber Joey. You're Timber Joey. Yeah. You're Timber Joey. It's just like, nah, that's Joey. <laughs> <laughs> that's just Joey. But no, he looked all cool. He was wearing like his shirt uh-huh. and like on the back of it, he has his own logo. It's like yeah. Timber Joey with cross chainsaws. I know. It's pretty badass. And I'm just proud of him. That's so cool. Yeah. It, w- it was It was. very cool to see that mm-hmm. and uh, and everybody that was there hanging out for that thing. Um, and then. Uh, yeah. So did that. And then, I don't know, you went off to meet up with some of your friends. And, yeah. And then I went to a barbecue. And I actually called it an early night because I was really excited to do something on Sunday morning. And what was this? That did not come to fruition. Really? Okay, so there is a local establishment in town, and I pass its reader board all the time. And on Saturday afternoon, I had um, ridden my scooter by it, and I saw this sign that said, Breakfast Bingo, Sunday at 9 a.m. And I was like, holy fucking Breakfast shit, <laughs> Breakfast Bingo. I'm like, Where get was up this? early. It's, uh, it's off of Hawthorne. Oh, is it the... Uh, it's the Union Hall, I'm just going to say that. Yeah. The, the, it's the, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I saw the sign wow, and it really? said, yeah. That's generally, have you ever been in that place? Yes. Okay, you know that's, that really is probably for a whole bunch of old people. That is exactly why like I wanted to go. senior citizens. Oh, that's why I wanted to go. I wanted to see like troll dolls with names and daubers and like all that stuff. And not only did I, but three of my girlfriends, like they were just like, that sounds like the most amazing thing ever. So we're at this barbecue and we're just like, all right, we'll meet there at 845 on a Sunday morning to go play breakfast bingo. And we were so excited and we're like, we'll just go and have some, you know, like greasy, crappy food, maybe a couple of beers, watch old ladies play bingo and play along with them. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> it's Why is it that you love going to do old lady things so much? Because you did that and then your swimming thing that you used to do. I love old lady things. I love old people. Yeah. Well, and you collect trinkets. I do. You co- there are a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Your hair was blue for a while. It was blue for a while. I'm an old blue hair. But so we were there. So we all showed up and it's pouring, of course, because it's the middle of July in Portland. So why wouldn't it be raining like it is right now? And um, so we show up and we're all there and we're like, yeah, bingo. Woo. And then we get there. And of course, the bingo parlor 
isn't or the place isn't open because it's their annual picnic and they decided not to put that on the reader board and she's like no 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 it's next sunday i'm like it says this Sunday on the reader board. I'm like, oh my God. And she was just like trying to give it. She's like, well, you should just come to our picnic. It starts at noon. I'm like, I am not up at 845 in the morning to be petitioned to go to your fucking picnic at noon. Is that what you did? You just like berate No, the actually, lady. I didn't berate her, but I'm like, no offense. I'm like, but it's 845 and I'm hungry right now and I don't want to go to your picnic. Thank you. Fix your reader board. Goodbye. I'm like, ah. So, so hungry and you know, kind of hungover and all of us had dragged our asses out in the rain. I rode my bike up there and, um, so then we just ended up finding another breakfast place and having a Bloody Mary and shooting the shit and still had a fun time, but didn't get to play my bingo. <laughs> didn't get to play my, my bre- bingo. My breakfast bingo. <laughs> Have you ever gone to one of those halls before and played bingo? Um, I've been to a bingo hall, but I've never been to like yeah. like a union hall and then like played it there. I, yeah. I, I assumed that that was going to be particularly awesome. Right. Because I've seen like the folding chairs and like the, uh-huh. the curmudgeonly bartenders. I love everything about that place. <laughs> I got asked to be a member there before, actually. Oh, yeah? Because it's not just a union hall. There's also the club that's there. Yeah, and, we have uh, some friends who are members. Yeah, there. yeah. I mean, it seemed like a good good idea. I just kind of dropped through the cracks. Although, they, you will get yelled at for using any profanity in there. Oh, didn't you get in trouble for um, singing karaoke there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I went there for a birthday party. of Someone asked, asked uh, basically asked Courage to come. So we, we showed up there, and uh, Gavin and I were getting ready to sing karaoke, and we grabbed the mics. We're like, how the fuck's everybody doing? You know, doing character stuff. And instantly they shut everything off. And this old lady comes over and, like, scolds us. You cannot use that kind of language in this place. We'll find you, and you'll be asked to leave. Oh, Jesus. You are not allowed. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, how the heck are everybody? Um <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, got yelled at for that, but then did get asked later on. We redeemed ourselves and were asked to become oh. members. But, uh, but I kind of fell through the cracks. So didn't end up doing it. I know you get a dollar off drinks if you're a member, though. You do, and the drinks are like basically a dollar every week. It anyway, is. So it basically is a, you get <laughs> drinks yeah. for free. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, there's that. I got to discover something. Um, I got to reuse an old trick that I haven't got to use for a long time. Because I don't know what it is about my neighborhood, like, there's been so many, and I've got something else I'm going to talk about here in a minute regarding my neighbors, but there's been so many religious people coming through my neighborhood recently. That come there are up a bunch the, of heathens in your neighborhood. Well, that's, that's true, I guess. They do keep on coming to my door. But there are, um, it's just been, it seems like every weekend there's been another group that'll show up at the door, but I forgot the best trick in the world to get them to leave right away. Hmm. And so this, uh, this group showed up. It was this lady, I would guess, uh, she was late 40s, early 50s, so she wasn't really old, but uh, her and her husband, obviously, who doesn't talk, just stands there in the suit. Mm-hmm. You know, the wife always does the talking. It's like man candy. <laughs> Religious suppose, man arm candy. suppose you could call him. Religious and I don't know candy. if you would call him man candy or not. I suppose uh, candy. Uh, and, uh, and then they had like a whole other group like standing on the sidewalk in the background away from my house, too, that were just like staring. So it was really awkward. There's like six people there. And the ladies, the lady starts talking. She's like, hi, we're just going through the neighborhood trying to share spiritual information with you and wanted to see if you'd want to talk for a little bit. And the thing was, I was in the middle of doing a bunch of things and I hadn't, was not in the mood. And I finally remembered the quickest way to get them to leave. I said, oh, no, thanks. I'm Catholic. Instantly turned around. They didn't say a word. They just left. Like if you say they didn't you are, even say anything, they didn't say anything. They turned around and left because a lot of and I'm not saying everyone like this it, it has these same feelings, but a lot of the people that go door to door with the religious stuff, they don't like Catholics very much. Really? No, 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 no. They do not like Catholics. And so if you say you are, and it doesn't matter if you are or aren't, just use that 
boom, they will go away because they're not going to bother trying to convert you. Because it's it's usually they're they're not going to win at that, and they don't like you anyway. So it's it's just a lost cause. So I'm hoping that may get me xed off as far as far as a place not to go to. If it doesn't, I'll I'll keep trying. I mean, it's either that or you blast Slayer when they come up and play porn in the background, which I did that in college. But that takes you know then you got to see them coming. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you can't be because I don't ordinarily blast Slayer and watch porn. Then you're in my preparing house. for it, and you right. don't need to take that much time. to Right, do it. that's too much work. But we used to do that in college when we'd see them coming down, you know, the apartment complex. Be like, sweet, they're going to be here in about 10 minutes. Let's get it all set up. Yeah. But, uh, no, that's, it's a quick way to get rid of them. So there's that's a little why tip. I like living in, like, a closed front apartment complex because nobody can ever knock on my door ever. Yeah. I've never had – in the six months I've lived there, I've never had anyone knock on my door. Well, they can't I get in. I yeah. like it like that. Well, I mean, like, even on my apartment door. Yeah. I like it. I'm like that – I'm that like person who lives in the apartment complex by themselves. Who like I'm not unfriendly, but I don't know anybody in my building. I mean, I kind mm-hmm. of know, like I know what my neighbors to the right look like, and I no, I don't even remember their names. I mean, they seem like nice people, but you know, like everyone's just in and out all the time that you don't even converse with people. Right. And I'm okay with that. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, you are an old lady with your trinkets. You don't like to be disturbed. I don't want to be disturbed. <laughs> There's that crazy old lady down at the end of the hall. <laughs> don't bother her. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I wish I did live at the end of like a really long, vast hall. Yeah. Like, start to smell the cats when you approach my door. <laughs> cats and incense. I'm telling you, that's going to be you in a couple of years. Mm. Um, well, should we bring on our, our guest? I think we should. So, uh, well, let's just bring him straight on. Welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio. It's been quite a while. The one and only Big Jim. Hello. Hello. Hi, How, Jimbo. Hi. Uh, I'm here for uh, for a multitude of reasons. Yes. Uh, chiefly as a crisis counselor for, for you, Sarah. Thank you. Um, I know when you called me over the weekend, uh, when you found out about this information. This morning. Uh, by this F- weekend, I mean this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you let me know just, just how you are feeling. And, uh, I just, I, I, I care about you ideally. And I know that it's hard when, when someone sort of shuns you as you've been shunned that you can't just bounce back. Particularly like when it's so unexpected the way it is. Absolutely. Uh, Unwarranted. Some might say. Unwarranted. You know what? I, I believe that I am getting punished for something that somebody else has done. Yes. Yes. Something that many, many people keep asking me and. It's not me. No, no. No. I mean, a little, but not really. You know? No, I mean, no, I honestly, I, you, okay, maybe I didn't you, try. If you pour gasoline on a fire, that fire is already, was already burning, correct? That was, a, that was a pretty good fire. You just walked by. But it wasn't gasoline. my fire. It wasn't my I, fire. That's, that that's right. It was we're some, agreeing. Right? So I was, maybe they used my kindling to start their See, fire. There you go. I might have been the kindling, but not the fire. Exactly. You, you know? didn't start a fire. No. It was always burning since the world's been turning. Yeah. You know, if, if Billy is what gets you through this, then let's play some Billy. If crying, if drinking I gets you find, through this. Well, I do have a high life in mm-hmm. hand. It's the champagne of canned beers. Jeff has already driven me to drink. Right. <laughs> today. Mm-hmm. We're going with Jeff. I didn't have a reason today, but God damn it, she gave me one. Yes. Well, I'm glad to see that you're you're holding holding, Thank you. holding tough. I, and I actually I did find um, a song. I was looking online because I kind of wanted you know, kind of to convey a little bit of you know the way I feel because it is you know this is somebody that's been a part of my life for the past you know like six years, six yeah. plus years. I and mean, if if uh, we should note too, if you're unaware of of any of this, just follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com/slash/FunEmpRadio, and and look through what's what's happened a little bit on there. And I think you may. 
be able to figure it out. There was a little bit of back and forth. Yes. Yeah, I, I think you'll be able to figure. Table. A little slap at the. I think you'll be able to figure out some some feelings were hurt. But I will just obvious. say, you know, not joking. I will just say for the record, I had nothing to do with what she thinks I had to do with. Right, the fake accounts. Yes, were not. There us. were not any fake accounts that we were doing. So, no, just so you know. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to miss you any less. Or I didn't find them funny because I did find them kind of funny. We <laughs> 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 can't lie. Funny's funny. So I did find a song that I believe like properly conveys a little bit. Um, so this is you saying goodbye to, to Jeff? Yes. Did I disappoint you or let you down? Should I be feeling guilty or let the judges frown? Because I saw the end. Before we'd begun, yes, I saw you blunder, and I knew I had one. So I took what's mine by eternal right, took your soul out into the night. It may be over, but it won't stop there. I am here for you, if you'd only care. Poetry. Touched my heart, touched my soul, changed my life and all my goals. Mm. Love is blind, yes. but that I knew when my heart was blinded by you. Have kissed your lips. Okay, not Whoa, that. really? <laughs> Perhaps this is much more a deeper relationship than I thought. <laughs> Don't look into it. Know your smell. I am addicted. All right, not the lover part. Ish. Ish. And then in, to summarize James. this later on, I will have my goodbye statement. You have a, you have a goodbye statement? I you do, like but make. I'm not ready to do it yet. Like, I need to do this in pieces. I feel well, like that's true. Whole... That's what you're in right now. You are just here. You are a wordsmith. I am. I am. A magic man. I can, I can, I can read you when you're broke. You and, can. And, you know, it's... You can see between the broken pieces and you know, try you to mend the, me with your words. You put up the brave front, you know? You, 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 you drown your sorrows in, in, the, in the beer and the booze, you know? But, but James doesn't lie, you know? And you've got to let this out. You can't hold this demon inside you. He'll tear you apart. Let him out. Any way you can. Mm, this isn't James. Just sit in a dark room. Turn a lamp on and off. Speaks for my soul. You are truly for a heart soul. whisperer, sir. Yeah. Ish. That is kind of weird. That nothing's weird about it. <laughs> it's natural. It's natural, Greg. Come on. It just happens. Judgment doesn't live here. <laughs> Judgment keeps walking out of town. <laughs> This is this is Loveville. This is judgment just right. deletes and blocks you from Facebook. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's what happens. And you can't play judgment's game because then you yourself become judgment, and you don't want to do that. Right. You walk down. It's a slippery slope, my friend. It's true. Then you find yourself twitting compulsively. Every like left step, right step, left step, right step. You know <laughs> who wants to hear about that crap? No one. But at the same time, strangely, people are compelled to. It's per- it's a it's a virus. This person is sick. This Jeff is ill. You know, at the same time, this illness is. Uh, I feel like she doesn't know who to lash out at, so I've had to like take it. And it's like you know, it's like having someone with Down syndrome attack you. You can't. You can fight them back. I mean, you can. <laughs> You'd be a douche for doing so. <laughs> it's not recommended. 
But I mean, what are you you be known as? Like, oh, you're that you're that chick who beat up the fraternity guy. No, you don't want to be that guy or girl. <laughs> you don't want that on your on your back because it's trust me. I know I had to leave an entire side of a country to get away from that stigma, or someone like me, uh, for that matter. So yeah, I mean, your choices are uh, take the abuse, find a way to kind of help them channel their way through it, and if you're the conduit. Let that retard hit you. And I do have kind of a, a <laughs> message for that person as well, which will be in my closing monologue. Because I do have some words I'd, I'd like for this person to hear. Good. About perhaps why I love them as much as I do. Does it include their name? Because I know that would be like a key word that they would listen for. I don't, I, I still don't think I want to do the name. A lot, okay. so many people know the name and it's very easy to find the name. Yeah. That, you know what, I think it's, if, yeah, if you find this at all interesting and you want to go find it, it's, it'll be very simple to find. Yeah. I even think somebody actually wrote it on our Facebook page. <laughs> it's quite possible. Yeah. Crazy is a stinky axe body spray is what it is. And it's very easy to, 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 to detect, I feel. All right. Still sitting in the afterglow of James Blunt just every time. I know. Just, I know. Mm. He just bathes over you. Oh, I am just... It's like warm, warm water. Moist. Just listening to that. But not too sticky. No. Mm. No. Soft yet yielding to the touch. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? I don't know. I don't know either. But, I, but I'm not afraid of so it. So you open for Neil Brennan. Yes. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the wheels squealing on that change of uh, change of topic. No, it was weird. It was, uh, I got a phone call from Greg actually saying, uh, hey, you know Neil? I'm just like, yeah. And he's just like, there's no one. There's no one opening for him. I'm just like, I'm someone. <laughs> Damn it. Well, that's why. I mean, because Neil called like at, uh, I don't know, 730 or something. Uh, and the show was supposed to go on at eight. I was like, uh, you know anybody that can open? And you were the very first call that I made. Aww. I was just like, okay, yep, Jim. And, uh, and yeah. It's Google Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Google Plus circles. <laughs> what are you doing here? Uh, but yeah. <laughs> no, and it, uh, I'm glad that it worked out. So how did it, like, how did it all happen? Like, what, what, it was you know? crazy. I was, uh, I had spent a long day, uh, Craigslist shopping, uh, for free furniture. <laughs> <laughs> living the the high profile lifestyle of a Portland comedian, and uh, yeah, just was like I was kind of near my house, and got the news. Decided, all right, let's do this thing. Got in the car, ran home, got uh, got freshened up, you know, uh, pinked up a little bit, yeah, and uh, threw on a fresh uh, uh, blouse uh, or shirt, <laughs> if you will, uh, and some nice uh, some nice gauchos, and I went out to the to the show. Got there. It started a little bit late, which I, I appreciate the, the patience of the crowd. They weren't, uh, uh, there wasn't a fully packed crowd, but they were very attentive and they were very, you know, just, it's so incredible to go from going to a bar where you have to sort of divert someone from the drudgery and like the hell that is their day-to-day life or their touch poker addiction and to get them to stop and listen and laugh. It's like you're, you're working so hard just to get them to laugh, which should be so easy. And then you walk into a room like this where the people, you know, they paid, they want to laugh, they're, they're, they're already in the right mindset. And then it's just like, oh, it's like shooting fish in a barrel with, like, you know, with dynamite. It's awesome. So, uh, so yeah, I got up. I did some time. Uh, Christine Levine also showed up. She did some time. And then uh, Ron Funches. Ron. Uh, Ron Funches. Ron Funches. Ron Funches. Uh, got up there and uh, did his thing. And uh, it was great because, you know, I wasn't expecting to get paid, which, you know, I mean, because you're a comedian – you kind of forget that you get paid for doing that after a while. But uh, I was standing waiting for Ron to get finished, and I looked down, 20 beans, sitting on the ground, just snatched up a, a Jackson, threw nice. it in my pocket. 
and then at the end of the show, uh, Neil threw me some additional cash. Nice. So, uh, so yeah, so I, I walked out with a decent windfall, and it was, it was like this. I felt like a firefighter. You know, it's just like it's uh, comedy. It's like ninety nine percent of the time you're just sitting on your ass waiting for something to happen, and then just boom, you're running around like Laverne and Shirley trying to get out the door, like smacking the faces of the Beatles and getting out the door and getting on the road. And yeah, it was just it was just beautiful. You know, Neil, really swell guy, uh, very uh, still down to earth for as much as the cat's been through. I mean, he talked about meeting the president, yeah, uh, working on the Chappelle show and everything else, and it's just you know. You see somebody like him, and he looks so, you know, not to sound like it's a, a dig or anything, he has a very common out, common look about him. Uh-huh. So you'd see him on the bus, like, oh, that guy, you know, you know, he eats and drinks and pleasures himself just like all of us do. <laughs> you know, he just does it in his own way. And then turn, come to find out, he just has lived this crazy, crazy lifestyle, and it's just wicked, razor-sharp funny Yeah, to boot. So, yeah, awesome. And I threw my card, which, you know, I haven't been able to give that out to, to just that many people as of yet, because it's still kind of... Of a new thing, nice. Trying to, trying to network my way. Uh, it's just a basic flat black uh, card, and on the back it says "Professional Mama's Boy." <laughs> so that that hopefully will uh, stick in his mind. And who knows? Maybe he needs a Cato Kalin. Maybe he needs a Tom Arnold in his life. Some hanger on, <laughs> some guy to a grip glommer. His, a glommer. You know, I mean, I, I love can that glom. word glom. You can, I feel like you could be an so, awesome glommer. Yeah, call you me a wicked glommer. You know, call me turtle. I don't care. I'll so, be in the entourage. You need some more toothpaste? I'll run to the store and get you toothpaste. Yeah. Need, yeah. need to dig a hole, keep a secret? Yeah. You know, Neil, let me do it. Let me be your friend. <laughs> don't you worry about it, Neil. Testify against you? No way. No, sir. Not this guy. I was asleep. I was asleep. <laughs> I have a loud air conditioner. I don't know what was going on. I heard a clickety clank, and then that was about it. Woke up and the bitch was dead. <laughs> don't worry about it, Neil. No, no, I don't know. It just so yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think it was suicide. <laughs> <laughs> the Portland scene has just been uh, for comedy, at least, has just been like steadily like increasing and increasing in mass, almost exponentially, uh, as the weeks and months and now years go by. Uh, when, I, when I started, it was just like a small, maybe twenty-five to thirty of us. And then uh, you know, I said, like, back in my day, back in, back in your day, back when everyone talked like Jimmy Stewart, uh, <laughs> 2003 or so, you know, we it was just, we'd just go to bars and everything else. And it was like, it was Harvey's and that was it. Now Helium's here in town, you know, Bridgetown every year is just like, just blowing up like gangbusters. So it's really a beautiful time to try and, and kind of get involved in the scene. Yeah, and uh, you couldn't ask for a better environment to sort of do that in here than here in Portland. I feel it's true. I mean, it is so much bigger than it used to be. Yeah, but I don't know. That's awesome, though. Totally. That's, so, yeah. I mean, what else have you been doing comedy wise? Uh, actually, funny you should ask. Hey, oh, that's a Segway plug. Segway nibbler. Why are we being so ridiculous? Right <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I uh, love it. this Wednesday, the twentieth. I will be competing in the uh, Portland's Funniest Person Contest at Helium Comedy Club. I like it. Yeah, so I awesome. put out a uh, put out a little uh, feeler, a little event in, uh, on my Facebook. So if anybody's interested, I have some free tickets uh, available. I got a couple left. So if you want to come down and check it out, it'll be uh, this Wednesday, starting at eight o'clock. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be me, Timmy Williams from Ways Kids You Know is also gonna be there that night. Uh, as well as a slew of uh, other Portland. The thing is, there's a bunch of names that I recognize, but during my night, there's a bunch that I don't. So uh, I'm like, I don't know whether to be like scared or kind of a little like, uh, a little like, eh, don't worry about it. Because there have just been more and more people coming out of the woodwork. And it's just like, where have you been hiding all of this funny uh, all this time? I mean, have I just been out of the loop that long or, or what? But 
Yeah, so uh, there'll be a lot of uh, names coming in and uh, performing this Wednesday at Helium Comedy Club. Please hit me up, bigjimwillig at gmail.com. I will give you free tickets. I guarantee it. Nice. Yeah. Well, there like we go. I will, uh, I will fill the void in your life, Sarah. Extended. Nothing ever will. I know, but I can try. <laughs> it is a black hole. It is an abyss. It is an onyx uh, succubus that is going <laughs> to just empty you of everything. And then when you need to be refilled, you come to helium. I make you laugh. I fling you the funny. I make you chuckle, chuckle. You always make me chuckle, chuckle. I'm sorry. I was like, I was listening to you, but I was also impassioned with my, with my letter. I just had so much truth flowing out of me that I let it flow, girl. I know. I feel get a bucket. It really does feel good. It does feel. I'm being honest here. It does feel like a goodbye. I feel like I'm finally saying everything that I've ever wanted to say, and then I can just let it go. Does Mm -hmm. this feel like you've broken up with like an ex boyfriend? I mean, I just like on the emotional level. It's one that I very much should not want to have sex with. Okay. Well, right. how many mm-hmm. how many guys did you go out with that you didn't want to have sex with? <laughs> one thing, this one I very, very much do not want to have yeah, sex with. The opposite of sex. <laughs> yes. I would like would, uh, please. But uh, well, I'm glad that you're finding a creative outlet for this. You know, I mean, because a lot of people they'll just let something like this fester, and it almost becomes like a cancer or some kind of a, a illness that clouds it's, their judgment and sticks with them everywhere they can't see straight. You can tell when it's pure when you don't even have to think about it. Like I've all, I've written an entire page in the past three minutes without even correcting myself or having to think about it at all. It's like the the pain was waiting for you to 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 just open it up. I think that she I think she gave me a gift. Because yeah. it's all been building toward this moment. It's true. I think that this is a gift. I, I, I would concur. If it doesn't kill you, it gives you something to, to blog about. And mm-hmm. I think I think that you should just you think you just let it go, girl. You just you just cut them more you let that boat float. Mm-hmm. And do your thing. So do you do you need should I get you another beer? You need a little shot? You know, I would uh, you know, no shot, but I would love another beer. Okay, let me get let me get on fantastic. that. Fantastic. All right, are you uh, are you prepared to do this now or do you wanna let it settle. Yes, I think what? maybe I'm prepared to do it now. You want to just just get it done? Yes, I think I think I'm ready. Okay, so all right, you you gather that together. You are you're about ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Well, before mm-hmm. we do that, before before we read this epic goodbye or whatever it is that you have to say. It's just it, it's just I, I feel like this is the last time that I have some that I couldn't express myself before right. I have to let go. Like you've got to rip off that band-aid sometimes. So the band-aid yes. is coming off right after this. And this is a direct message to Jeff. Yes. Okay, and so it is an honest one. This is actually something I've been think- that I've wanted to say for a long time. So, if now I'm unable to contact her via any other way, maybe she'll hear this. Maybe she won't. Maybe someone will tell her about it. But I- it is something that I've always wanted to say. All right, this, this, this goodbye is your neosporin on an emotional infection. It is okay. I okay. Got it, yeah. Well, before before you do that, we should say that uh, if you would like to sponsor Fun Employment Radio or help us out, you can go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Vista Print ad right on the front of the website. And uh, all you have to do is click there, order whatever you're going to order from them anyway, business cards, all kinds of stuff. You get a special deal for just going to funemploymentradio.com first and clicking on the link on the right-hand side. Yes. There we go. All right. Uh, well, I think maybe we should just turn it over to you. Um, you know, we'll just okay. – uh, we'll, we'll kind of – Jim and I will just kind of <laughs> bow out. And, I mean, this is your moment, I think. Yeah, I think we should light some candles. Yeah. And maybe just so. uh, look to the floor and, you know – Really, just let the spirit move us. Let this uh, let this sink in. Whatever it is that uh, Sarah's about, okay, about I did, to address. Okay, I did find some music, too. Okay, so, all right. Uh, here we go. This is my open goodbye letter to Jeff. All right, then.
My dearest, darling Jeff. Hello, my old internet friend, or shall I say ex-internet friend. How sad I feel on this day, the day you decided that I shall no longer be able to take a glimpse into your life. You've thrown me away like a rotten piece of fruit that you no longer find delectable. And how you don't know how this has affected me. I must once again at this point emphasize that I in no way ever created any account about you. And I hope that you believe me, Jeff. Jeff, there is something that I need you to know. Something that has been weighing on my mind for a few years now. Something that has kept me hanging on your every post and talking about you with my friends. That, Jeff, is your overwhelming sense of self-importance. It is fascinating. It is hypnotic. It is totally not reality. Jeff, you see, you lost your job in radio a couple years ago, and that sucks. Guess what? I did, too. I got fired from corporate radio, had to file for unemployment, look for gigs, and you know what? Decided not really to complain about it every day. Instead of spending day after day lamenting about the past and how cool you were, Jeff, think toward the future. Also, Jeff, I must let you know... It is extremely difficult to take you seriously about your financial situation when every other day you are getting a manicure, getting a pedicure, getting your roots touched up, planning a trip, going to New York, going to Washington, D.C., having a fancy brunch, bragging about people who have written to you on Twitter, getting your eyebrows waxed, writing passive-aggressive posts, complaining about not having any money, talking openly about spending your unemployment checks on concert tickets, getting a new tattoo, or being a sexy mom. Jeff? Let me end this by saying what many people think and this is in no way supposed to be mean Jeff you have embarrassed yourself and you really need to learn self-restraint I am in no way perfect I too have made my share of mistakes but this is something that I've always wanted to tell you and not in a mean way but genuinely Jeff I mean this you are screwing yourself over by showing all of your crazy all over the internet for the love of God if you do want to work in media again at any time please you do yourself a favor and stop the crazy things on the internet last forever and they will come back to haunt you for the love of God and for your own sake. Please, please, please learn how to control yourself. Once you get off your pedestal and step away from the computer for more than a couple hours, you can see that real life can be a lot better than Twitter life. Seriously, Jeff, please take a look at yourself and don't become a joke. Goodbye, my ex-Facebook friend and Twitter friend, Sarah. There we have it. Wow. Wow. I I feel lighter. I feel um I feel purged, I guess is a I good feel word. a little better. That, yeah. I mean that's the bottom line. Are you feeling better? I feel about better the situation. I mean it's it's unfortunate you weren't able to send that, you know, directly to said person. To Jeff. I genuinely think that every day when I see the crazy posts, it's like you are digging a ditch that you're not ever gonna be able to crawl out of. Stop the crazy. Yeah, and uh, I and ideally, like you said, you, you do yourself the disservice because any other potential uh, employer of Jeff would would see these and be like, "Well, see, no, I don't, I don't want to run the risk of of falling into page six, seven, and eight of your next volume of crazy." <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, it's, right. I can speak like I know I know a couple people who still work in the industry that this is very much dismayed, and it is because of said posts. Yeah. It's true. I mean, it, and uh, what you do post does last forever. Mm-hmm. Everyone can see that, including potential. 
potential people. employers. Yeah, you know, and it, it gets you know, speaking from like the, the the viewer side, it gets boring after a while. Like if you're if you're listening to, uh, you know, if you're watching your favorite show and it's just the same plot every single episode, guess what? I tune out. Mm-hmm. I, I go elsewhere. So even like me, uh, even if you're a longtime supporter of a show, you just you don't want to. You're done with it. You know, you've gotten over it. You hope that they can too one day. And by this kind of railing, obviously, if this is their kind of therapy, it's not working. Mm-hmm. Find something else. Well, other people I know have, have actually pulled Jeff aside and spoken to her about yeah. that. And it's just, it's a crazy train with no brakes. So well, that was just my last attempt. There's not much you can do about it. There's I mean, that, it is do. what it is. And, uh, Except for say goodbye. Well, and good, goodbye to Jeff. Goodbye to Jeff. All right. Goodbye to Jeff. I can't say it as well as James Goodbye Blunt did. But... Goodbye <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now that uh, we're, feel, we're feeling a little more cleansed. A I little, feel a little better. Feel a little better. better. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like a neti pot for the heart is what yeah. you just did. <laughs> yeah. Is what that was. And My the... face is all flushed. You do seem, yeah. I'm a little flushed. Yeah, that was a very heartfelt thing. Mm-hmm. I, I did not, ex- I have to admit, I did not expect that much frank honesty. And that was. Uh, I figure I have was, one that shot. That was refreshing. Yeah, I have you, one shot. That's it. That's, that's true. it. And I, who knows if Jeff will ever even hear that? Oh, she probably won't. I, and even I'm if she does, not. you know, hearing something and then listening or listening to something and actually hearing it, those are two completely different things mm-hmm. because you can sort of extrapolate. You know, you can sort of like look for things that aren't really there, as opposed to genuinely taking the advice of those that you know really want to see you get better. That's just it. Like I genuinely like want her to stop. Like she is d- destroying her career. Or, you know, yeah. lack thereof at this point. Right. So, whatever. There well, we go. There we go. It's done. It's over. Goodbye to Jeff. A chapter of, uh, of our internet lives has passed on. Well, right. she's not dead. But Well, no, I mean, <laughs> but I, that's why I said internet lives, not actual lives. Internet. <laughs> Only on the internet. But do you realize that we are actually dead to her because life is the internet? It's like one of those reverse things where, like, her life is on the internet. And real life is She just, just like, shoved us off a cliff right now. She really yeah. did. Yep. She unplugged she, you from the matrix that she, is life. She cut the brakes on our cars, <laughs> on really our internet did. cars. That's it, yeah. That is very true. Yeah. She murdered us. We just got a toaster thrown in the bathtub. That's pretty much what happened. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, all, all we can do now is move on. All we can just say is, is you know, is, is what's been said. Onward and upward. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, uh, should we do some ball talk? Let's do some ball talk. Excellent. Wow, I feel so lighthearted now. <laughs> All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. 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 <laughs> it's right. in your court. <laughs> balls in your court, sir. In soccer news, uh, the World Cup finale was yesterday. Team USA versus Team Japan, and it ended up going into two overtimes, so 120 minutes of game, uh, before it ended in a tie in which the U.S. gave up a goal with about like five minutes left or something like that. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they would have won. And, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, U- U.S. should have won this game, uh, but they did not. So it ended up going to a uh, shootout, penalty shootout, where I guess each team gets five shots at the goal. Mm-hmm. And the U.S. gave up three goals and uh, was only able to score one. So they did lose, of course, Hope Solo. My my precious Hope Solo, mm. who was the goaltender. Wow, sound creepier, Greg. <laughs> my precious Hope Solo. My precious Hope Solo. Is she related to Han? 
I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> I believe there could be some kind of a relation. She's much better looking than Harrison Ford, I can tell you that. Oh, I don't believe well, so. Well, for thing. me. You know, Japan, they, they really kind of needed this this win. I mean, I mean, it's always nice to be like, America, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to just like to, to tout that. But, you know, it also takes it. It also shows the, the sportsmanship of the game when you can be like, you know, you guys, you guys fought your hearts out. You came back. You, you know, if, if this were if the, the, the sides of this were flipped, the movie would already be in the making. Oh, you yeah. Know, if America like had gone through what they what Japan had gone through. And turned around and managed to have this this victory, you know, for what it's worth, is just you know, it, it's what, what was needed, I think, to sort of bolster some kind of a positive spin from for, for Japan. It is true. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that is a good point. And Japan, yeah, point, probably yeah. did need yeah. something like this. I mean, it is it is telling too. After the game, there are pictures of both teams just hanging out. They each has their silver medals and their gold medals, and so it doesn't look like there was any hard feelings or anything like that. I mean, Japan earned it. They won. Yeah, fair and square. But uh, hope solo. Failing at that, but succeeding in life because she's really hot. Well, the good news is is this, uh, Greg. Uh, Hope is now what we like to call in the business emotionally fragile. That's true. So now is the time for for uh, <laughs> for the G man to kind of swoop in, kind of work your magic a little bit, and oh, uh, I think use I... let her use you <laughs> as a way of kind of. Getting back on her feet, getting back on track. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm Help an easy target. Heal. You'll feel yeah. a lot better. See, you know, it'll be quick. I'm an easy target. You'll feel that doesn't make any sense. Hope Solo is also in the news. <laughs> doesn't make sense to you, Jim. <laughs> it, he's half the show. I can't really say one way or the other. I like to come back at some point. So, you know, there's already been a lot of animosity on today's show. I just don't put me in the middle of this mommy and daddy stuff fighting. So, Hope Solo, someone else is trying to cash in on uh, Hope Solo's fragile emotional state right now. And it's a U.S. Marine who has actually posted a video uh, a la the Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis ones, which apparently are being successful. And uh, this person has posted this up um, asking for a date. With Hope Solo? With Hope Solo. And I'm sorry, I believe he's in the Army. Indiana on the 20th of January. And if you want to get to know me in the meantime, I'd love to have a pen pal. All right, now two things. First off, yes, I am absolutely riding the coattails of the Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake thing. Can you blame me? And the other thing, I am totally aware that this mustache looks ridiculous. I started growing at the beginning of the World Cup, and I refuse to take it off until you win on Sunday. So good luck, Hope. I hope you win. Go get them. Awkward. I didn't. I forgot about this ending part. There. All right. So anyway, his mustache is really creepy. It's yeah. It it is rather creepy. That's a molestache. I'll have to tell you afterwards. <laughs> well, he is a uh, soldier in the fifty fourth Engineer Battalion, deployed to Afghanistan, asking Hope Solo for a date to their uh, to their ball in Vienna. You know, here's the thing. Also, being a devastatingly beautiful celebrity like myself. Uh, I've been getting a lot of these videos too. I don't post them on on YouTube. You don't want to draw attention. You know, and right. it's kind of gauche. I feel you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if uh, it kind of paints us into a corner here, because I don't want to be the jerk that says no. You know, Lieutenant Dan, I don't want to go to your prom or whatever it is right. that you've got coming up. You know, so you're kind of like 
It's gonna it's gonna keep you from being another Zucker Zucker uh, Brothers production or something. You know, you're not gonna be able to get some more work if you turn down like a, a war hero, right? As it were. At the same time, I feel that this kind of opens it up, so it's gonna be like. Okay, and today Angelina Jolie got an invitation from a cook on board a battleship somewhere that, like, you know, hey, I really kind of like to maybe play with your feet a little bit. Maybe you don't have you don't have to look at me. I don't have to look at you. I will be under the table at this restaurant at this time, and I know that this mustache looks ridiculous. So whatever. I mean, I feel like it's just going to start this horrible thing where it's just going to be like. Every possible branch of the armed forces is just going to go after some celebrity, and they're all going to be have to be like, uh, "Who has to say no?" Somebody's going to have to. Yeah. And so I don't know if Hope Solo will be the one, or no. And who knows? Because these are probably you're right. These are going to start springing up all the mm-hmm. time. So yeah, who's going to be All right. So you guys first? would could do that for anybody. I mean, I know you're in a very committed, loving relationship, Jim. But Clearly. if you, well, I paid for, so I mean, I kind of <laughs> have to. You <laughs> order I mean, from a catalog. Who would be you're your invested. number one? Ooh. Um, hmm, that's a good question. I would probably say, uh, I like, I like Asian ladies. You do? I, I don't know why. I, uh, it is just this thing with me. Um, I don't know. I like somebody kind of fun-loving and, uh, like, you know, also kind of tomboyish. Somebody I feel like, you know, you like kind of arm wrestle before we get down to it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like foreplay. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I kind of, I don't know. I, I think... Maybe, um, oh, jeez, you kind of put, put me in a, on the, on the, oh, way to on, go. Do a lot of improv comedy. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing, here's the thing about celebrities, because <laughs> when, 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 and you know, because women are different than men, because their no-nos are on the inside, my no-nos on the outside, a lot easier to see. What was the question? Oh, women, celebrity woman that I would I would pursue. Um, I don't know uh, if she'd have me, Betty White, probably. Okay. Really? Yeah, because you know she's she's been around a lot. She's the surviving Golden Girl. Uh, I she's got a, a wicked sense of humor, you know. And I, I would like to be the last of a long, you know, like you know, line of of like you know, man. I'm sure she's been with some just some. Some crazy, crazy, you know, situations like seventies and sixties and all that stuff. I would like to be like the 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 bookend on Betty White. I like to tap that until it just stops beating. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did I ruin this question and answer? No, segment? you just you violently molested the question. No, <laughs> not violently. No, you make love, Betty White. You don't just you know get in there and you know it's it's a it's a, it's a gentle. I don't thing. think you can make anything with her at this point. Everything would have to be, you know, the smell of mentholatum and, uh, and powder and powder and strong pills, <laughs> oatmeal and prunes. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Maybe have her wear a Lucy Lou mask or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, wow. That's getting. Yeah. Yeah. So. You so know. you want the old, the elderly body with a Lucy Lou face. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> You're a very complicated you man. Complicated. <laughs> you know, I'm an onion and there are many peels to this onion. So you can't just, you can't just look at this and just assume anything. So yeah, Betty White, uh, Lucy Lou mask. Greg, follow that. Uh, I, <laughs> well, I mean, I do like the Mila Kunis thing, but if I had to pick someone that I would, I would do that for, I... I would probably pick Britney Spears because in the mm. back of my mind, I think I might have a chance if she actually if we went out for some drinks. <laughs> I think, I, think drinks, I might be able to yeah. get. I think I might be able to get past the dance part. 
Yeah, you get just, there's a, be a small shot. Mila Kunis, no way. Yeah, that's not happening. Mm. No, no, not, not unless you're Justin Timberlake. That's not happening. Well, but Britney Spears. Hey, you know you're playing. You're playing with a stacked deck, though. I mean, you're 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 playing. You're using a weapon that that you know could get you just about anything. So don't don't aim low. I know? mean, I think I'm in better shape than Federline is now. So I mean, I have that for me. True. You true. know. Um, but no, I would say I would say aim a little a little higher. You know, like maybe like a Deborah Gibson or uh, <laughs> that possibly would... Martika if she's still alive. Martika. Martika. She did Toy Soldiers. Oh. Really? Toy also one of the soldiers. yeah. She was she was one of the eighties. Uh, I love that uh, mall, song. Mall rockers. Yeah. So so yeah. Go with go with something a little higher on the list. Yeah. All you know, right. Tiffany maybe. Now I was just listening to Tiffany. Yeah. Yesterday. There you go. Yeah. Debbie Gibson. I would be okay with that. Deborah. Don't Deborah, call her Debbie. Excuse me. Don't yes. Debbie. Well, see, I already ruined it. Now yeah. I have no chance. That's uh, that's All the right. doors of the vagina factory slamming shut in your face. Does anyone want to ask me? Because I have a new one. It used to be Justin Thoreau, but after seeing a trailer with him in it, I have my new number one. Uh-oh. Who is it? If I could write to anybody and get them to go on a date with me. Ryan Gosling. Ooh. That is a beautiful fucking man. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly, I just saw a, a trailer from when I went and saw Harry Potter yesterday. And, uh, yeah, he is a beautiful specimen of a gorgeous Masculinity. man. Masculinity. And you... Are saying that I sound creepy? You could not sound creepier with what you're I saying. I want to climb him. Yeah, Mark. you sound like you want to climb inside of him or something I like wanna, that. Yeah. I want to see through his eyes. <laughs> yeah, he sees through. <laughs> I want to burrow under his flesh like a tick. <laughs> I, I want his blood. <laughs> I want his musk so I could trace him over land or sea. I want to live with his. Fa- I want to live under his house. I want to literally recreate that song when two become one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get up in there, wear myself a Ryan mask. Human centipede, the sequel. I want. I want to eat his toenail clippings. <laughs> I just want. I just want it to pass through me, so part of him will always be with me, even if we're not directly allowed within six hundred yards of one another. And I'm thinking Ryan Gosling will never come on the show. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's fun. I, so Ryan Gosling, number one. Justin Thoreau, number two. Robert Downey Jr., number three. Okay. I, so, I didn't know we were making a list. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm, I'm better prepared. Um, okay, so then the obvious next question would be, where would you take uh, Mr. Goslin on your... Uh, where would on it your, t- is he coming to Portland? On your, on your fuck date or whatever He's it is. Coming, well, is he coming to Portland? Well, no, there's no guarantee of a chance. This is just like a Mila Kunis, like Justin Timberlake thing. Yeah. They'll show up and do you the favor of talking to you for like 15 minutes. Oh, I'd have Then from there, a couple of photo you would have to. And, yeah, maybe a lock of his hair if you're lucky. Yeah. Or quick. Who wants a lock of somebody's hair? Like, what do you do with hair? What clone, does one do with hair? Clone someone. That's what I don't you do. Unless you get the root, it's not, um, <laughs> can't really do much with it. Then you grab a fistful and you pray. <laughs> That's what you Maybe do. Maybe I can draw a picture of his face and then use that as his eyebrows. <laughs> there you go. See? You get, like, yourself a nice little cyber skin uh, real doll and then just kind of. Oh. What? I feel like the FBI is going to call you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this is for satirical purposes. We in no way want to do anything to Ryan Gosling. Um, except for oh, no, we don't. Jim and I don't. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> Ryan, buddy, run. All I'm saying, she's been getting in shape. There's no place you can't go. Yeah, that she I've been won't going follow. to the gym. It's true. She's gonna. She's coming after you, Ryan. <laughs> Is that all you got? 
Oh, I can keep going, but I'm done. You made, you made your case to be <laughs> to, <laughs> to, for the restraining order. I think it's. I think you've done a sufficient job. Uh, oh, on thanks, fine. Creepo. I like Britney Spears because I know that I have a chance with her. No, I said I think I would. Minutes. I think I'd have a chance. I think I'd have a shot. I'm swinging. I'm swinging with a corked bat. I want to. I want to make sure this goes down. <laughs> I want me a little Britney piece. I want to do body shots out of her cesarean scar. <laughs> No, too much? All right. <laughs> no, that wasn't too Dial much. Dial back. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and finally in Baltalk, we have this. This is another example of an awkward moment in journalism. So this is from the BBC, and uh, this this guy is uh, is uh, speaking about the Roger Clemens trial that was going on, you know, and, and is still going on. Roger Clemens, blah, 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 grand jury trial about whether or not he committed perjury against the uh, Congress and this guy is talking about it, and then on the background they have this b- via satellite video. Supposedly, the next expert that's going to talk about Roger Clemens, and he gives this whole lead up, and and maybe we should just listen to it to see what happens with this story today. One of the great baseball pictures of modern times, Roger Clemens, is on trial for perjury in the United States. The former New York Yankee who had an industrious 23-year career is facing charges. He lied to the U.S. Congress last year. He's also been accused of obstructing investigations into whether he took performance-enhancing drugs. Allegations he's denied. The trial will pit the word of Clements against that of two former close associates who are expected to be star witnesses. Former trainer Brian McNamee and teammate Andy Pettit. How are you doing today, sir? Well, let's talk some more about this because joining us from our New York studio is Ben Walker, who is the baseball editor for the Associated Press. Ben, I know that you've been covering Roger Clements' career for the best part of the last 23 years. Just remind us how big a name he is in the sport of baseball. I beg your pardon, I'm not sure Ben can hear us. Ben, can you hear me in, in New York? It's Francis in London. You know, it's even a worse situation than that because I am not Ben Walker. And I know nothing about baseball. I've just been awoken from I a do, nap. However, know a lot. I beg your pardon, we have the wrong guest. We shall move on to the Women's World Cup so in Germany. Work. <laughs> even, oh. with a, even with a charming British accent. It's like, oh, I do believe I've shit the bed. Back to you, Bob. This guy is so pissed, too. I mean, he looks kind of like an angry Harry Carey a little bit, the guy that's via video screen. He kind of looks like the bad guy from um, Indiana Jones. He does. Yeah, Yeah. he does kind of look like that guy. It's even worse than that. I'm not Ben Walker. And I know nothing about baseball. I am disgusted by your implication (laughs) that I would play baseball. I'm kind of curious as to what he was going to finish that sentence with. He's like, I don't know a lot about baseball, but I do know a lot about... And then they cut him off. I'm like, what does he know? Well, I can. I do know cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Here, I'm going to see actually really quick if I can tell who this guy is. So he is. uh, Well, he's he's from the BBC, but I don't know. Oh, he was on there to talk about Murdoch. Talk about Rupert Murdoch. He's a Rupert Murdoch expert, (laughs) not a Roger Clemens expert. So there we go. Rupert Murdoch is taking any kind of performance enhancing. Well, (laughs) there's probably one pill that he takes, but only when you know his. He's in the mood, you know, for some Britney Spears loving, maybe. Britney Spears loving. Little Britney, Brit, little Brit, Brit, little Brit, little, Brit action. Yeah, she wants to be a slave, that kind of thing. I don't know. Figure if I talk with an accent, it'd be funny. Well, I'd have a chance, and I don't have to take a pill. That concludes this edition yeah! of Ball Talk. <laughs> Are you kidding? Me? Slamming the door. <laughs> 
seal the deal with Britney. <laughs> All right, so I should I should talk about this meth head issue. Um, yes, this is gold, Jerry. It's gold. Well, it's something. By the way, can we also make mention of what Jim's doing right now? Yeah, Jim is. Uh, Jim, are you playing a game on there? No, I stopped playing. I stopped because <laughs> he actually came in here not because he likes us, but because he just wanted to have some time to play his video. No, game. you're just no. stealing our internet for your game, huh? No, I'm no. Okay, the Wi-Fi is nice. I am not going to lie. I enjoy it greatly and freely. But uh, our friend Daniel Bozik uh, posted this uh, game on his uh, on his uh, Google Plus. That was basically a modified uh, uh, Asteroids, but it was with Diamond Dave as the ship. And you are fighting against gigantic uh, uh, Van Halen logos, uh, Eddie's head, and then the head of Sammy Hagar is that tiny little ship that shoots at you. That so, sounds exactly like something Bozik would post. Yeah, and well, it started off kind of like, oh, this is, this game's got some kind of a novelty to it, and then like my addiction that ran deep for uh, Asteroids sort of kicked in. I'm just like, I must keep playing and keep playing and keep playing, and then. You guys went out for a cigarette and you came back and it literally was like, oh, that was almost instantaneous. Like having your appendix out, you just get put under and then you wake up and it's almost like maybe seconds have gone by. (laughs) I have a problem. I admit that freely. We were talking about you, Greg. Let's not divert things onto me (laughs) and your meth head issue. Maybe I haven't slept in a few days. Okay, so anyway. Um, <laughs> Balls in your court. So speaking of addiction. <laughs> it's called a segue, Greg. Look into it. I dropped the ball. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, I was too busy thinking of how awesome that game is. I was, kinda, yeah. I was literally looking on Bozik's page right now, seeing if I could find it. Uh, but so I have, an, I have another issue with my neighbors, and things have escalated to a proportion where I actually am going to be asking for help from any law enforcement listener that we have on what I should do next, like what my next step should be, or anybody who works for the city. So I think I've talked about this before. My, my meth head neighbors, Once we, upon a time. we share a property line and a sidewalk line on one street. And, you know, there's that buffer in between the sidewalk and the street, little strip of grass. They have had a big pile of garbage that's been sitting out on their little buffer zone on their side of the property line for about the last week and a half, two weeks. And it seems to get bigger all the time. There's just random trash bags that look disgusting. I don't even know what's in them. And then like uh, an old computer monitor and a bunch of other like random auto parts. Are you sure it's just not a Craigslisting that they're just sort of waiting? for? We have for free a computer monitor. Doesn't work. (laughs) Mystery bag of garbage. (laughs) Yeah. Mystery bag of meth residue. So (laughs) this thing has been out there for like a week and a half. And slowly but surely, it's been inching closer and closer to the telephone pole that marks the property (laughs) boundary between us. It's a very marked spot because I mow my grass. They don't. So it's like, <laughs> so it's a pretty defined it's, line. It's very defined where this property line is. They know it as well as I do. And it keeps on inching closer. So the day before yesterday, actually, I noticed that the computer monitor had magically crossed the boundary line. So I, of course, when I noticed this, I picked it up and I set it clearly and cleanly back on their you side. You just kick it? I mean, it's obvious you, you wouldn't do much damage. No, I wouldn't do much damage. But, but then the broken glass would have been on my side. So I can't uh. have anything on my side. It's got to be all on there. So I picked it up and I moved it back over there. And uh, it kind of sat there for a while. So I thought, oh, okay. And then yesterday, um, yesterday morning, I drove by, still on their side, and nothing to worry about. Yesterday afternoon, I found all of this garbage, including there's like a random old crappy garbage can they had out there, uh, 
was set out on the street on my side of the property line, like a good 10 feet into my property line, to where it looks like I set all this trash out on the street yeah. and I'm leaving it there for someone to deal with it. And that's, that's unacceptable for me. So I picked it up <laughs> and I, I moved This aggression it. will not stand, no, man. No, no, not at all. So I picked it up and I moved it all, which was gross. And I should have got gloves before I did this and I didn't. Well, they're meth heads. Odds are they're clean. <sighs> right. Yeah, <laughs> very clean as garbage. They don't look very clean, though. Well, they look pretty that, filthy. That's, the, that's, the, that's the, the misdirection. And these garbage bags are heavy, too. I don't know what is yeah, in it's them. it's copper. It's usually pretty heavy. Yeah, probably. But it's why would they be throwing off. away the copper? Wouldn't they be melting it down? It's, and- maybe it's the burnt off like wiring or something yeah, that they burn off in there. And yeah, stuff like of that. A bridge that they couldn't sell. Exactly. Well, let's just say for the record, like these are legitimate meth heads. Like they have they have trucks Car full carrying. of stolen metal, and they will just be oh, out yeah. there for like hours. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so I moved it all back. I picked it all up and I moved it back over to their side. And it stayed there for the rest of the afternoon until yesterday evening. We actually had the the true blood night over at my house, which was awesome. Which uh, I. <laughs> was a bit too concerned to pay attention to True Blood, not because I think the show's terrible, but uh, <gasps> I was I was a bit con- suck it. <laughs> I was, suck it. I was Where's a- Bail? <laughs> Bail. Uh, so I was I uh, repeatedly walked outside looking to see what was going on, and some point during that time they moved it all back over onto my side <gasps> during the between the start of True Blood when I checked it and about 20 minutes in when I decided to check again. Just imagine you telling this to an arresting officer. No, officer, it was distinctly that uh, approximately when the, rolling, when the credits started to roll, <laughs> everything was fine. I came back after the first arc. Obviously, the, the, that's when the malfeasance had taken place. About the third time after you see Eric Northman with his shirt off. That's about how far into it it was. <laughs> oh, I saw that episode. I know you <laughs> yeah, so. I just have to say that was one of the best episodes I've ever it's seen. It's the worst piece of crap I've ever seen. <laughs> but- By the way, just so you know, Greg, when you were out dealing with the meth heads, that was the one time that there was a girl completely topless for the exact amount of time that you left your house, went over to talk to the meth heads, and then came back. She was like... Full on boobs well, galore. My anger overrode my desire to possibly see boobs on True Blood, which sucks. <laughs> that that shows how angry I was. But it's not impossible to masturbate angry. It's, not, <laughs> it's difficult, true. but not impossible. It's possible. Yeah, you just need to redirect your rage, man. Something you gotta do. Wait, is that something so, you can't masturbate angry? Well, it, it you can. It's just like you feel. Sometimes it can be fun, actually. It's just, it feels like you're punishing the wrong person, ideally. <laughs> you know, you're, you're internalizing when you should be externalizing. The wrong person is getting the lesson learned there. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and then, I mean, it's fun till, you know, until you're finished and then you realize that, yeah, you, you should ice down or something. <laughs> Swelling is bad. But no, we're not talking about me and my <laughs> anger. Masturbation issues. We're talking about Greg. Masturbating. Problems. Uh, so it's not a problem. So it's not I, a problem at all. It's not a problem. I'll do it right now. <laughs> well, so so I went out there and I saw it was on my side and that was it. I, I snapped a bit and I decided to walk over and I was actually going to venture over to have a conversation with them and I <laughs> went over to their door which is always open with all the lights off in there. It's and very inviting. It's been quite a while since I've had a conversation with them because I thought there was an unwritten agreement where we don't bother each other. I don't fuck with them. They don't fuck with me. We, we, this was a term we've operated under for, for a good year. And uh, they violated this unspoken agreement. So, so I went up there to the door, which was open, and I see this guy. I mean, and it's pitch black in there, and there's just like random furniture all over the place in this little <laughs> living room section. There's like chairs and bags and, and garbage bags, and I don't know what all because I couldn't see too far in, but there's this uh, 
guy with a hoodie on, with the hoodie pulled over his head, going through stuff on the couch and bags. And I knock on the door. Recognized his own home. Yeah. While he's sitting in his own chair. Yeah. Okay. So I uh, I knocked I knocked on the door and I got his attention. I'm like, hi, excuse me. Um, do you live here? And this is a guy I'd never seen before. He's not one of the regular fat meth heads. He's this like smaller, <laughs> skinny guy. Which is just a conundrum in and it of is. itself. It's yeah. weird how they're fat, fat meth heads. I don't get, but they are. They are. Maybe they're cutting it with Splenda. I yeah. don't know. It's a possibility. <laughs> well, and seeing, I was expecting to encounter one of the, the guys that I know lives there, but not this guy. And he's like, yeah, I live here. So I instantly assumed he was lying, <laughs> which they do that a lot. And I was like, oh, really? So uh, he's like, yeah, who are you? I'm like, well, I'm Greg. I happen to live next door, and uh, I noticed I, – I wanted to ask why the garbage from your side keeps ending up over in front of my property. He's like, oh, oh, you're, you're the guy next door? I'm like, yes. As I was you like, would know if you actually lived here. Right. I was like, so what's your name? He's like, oh, my, I'm Travis. And I'm like, okay, Travis. So uh, if you could remove that garbage from there, that would be great. And this kid, actually, he was way younger than the other meth heads. He was like, method. he was actually like, he he apologized. He said, "Oh man, I'm I'm sorry about that. I'm just getting ready to leave. I'll I'll move it right now." It's like, well, that's great, Travis. Thank you very much. Thank you, Travis. Thanks, Travis. And so I walked back uh, to my house. I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna walk back in, and then I'll pop back out in about a minute and see what's going on. And I walk back outside and he's actually standing on the sidewalk in front of the house. He's like, are you talking about this garbage here? I was like, yes, that's it. He's like, oh man, I'm really sorry about that. Let me get rid of that right now. It's like, sweet. This is the best thing. You clearly don't live here. Dialogue actually worked. (laughs) And so I, uh, I, I watched him. He went and got their garbage can, their, uh, city issued or the sanitation issued garbage can with, their address and all that stuff on it. It pulled it over there and started loading up the trash. And at that point, I was like, you know what? I don't need to stand over this guy. He's doing the right thing. I'm going to walk in. But as I start walking in, I notice Fatty McFatterson meth head starts popping out the door. Yeah. What do you got? What, why are you giving him such a hard time? <laughs> so, so, yeah. Who do you think you are? <laughs> so, do you know that there's copper inside Snickers bars? <laughs> I found some. That's basically only much angrier. So this guy <laughs> comes storming out, and uh, he's got his little bitchy meth girlfriend with him in tow behind him. She terrifies me more than any of them. She's scary. She will cut someone. And she's tiny, but she's terrifying. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's scary. But this guy starts storming out doing his little meth head walk, which I've demonstrated before on our YouTube account. And he's like, Travis, Travis, what are you, what the fuck are you doing? That's not our garbage, man. That's not our garbage. That's not our garbage. And at that point, I'm like, okay, obviously there's not going to be any dialogue with, with uh, Fatty. So I decided to go back inside <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just going to walk back inside. I'll go back out a little bit and see what happened. I walked back out a half hour later, and sure enough, the garbage has not moved, although it has been cleanly stacked into their city-issued garbage can, <laughs> and, but still over on my side of the property. So it's their can. I saw them grab it. It's got <laughs> all their info on it. It has like their, it's numbered and everything, It's numbered. Right? It's their city issue. It's owned by the sanitation company. They, they give each person, each household, one garbage can. It's their garbage can. But they left it over on my side of the property. In some way, I don't know, to prove some kind of a point or something that they're that fucking retarded that they'll put their garbage can on my side. No, it's not ours. But, yeah, that's our garbage can. Yeah, that's, that's full of our well, garbage. Yeah. And, and so I, at that point, I decided for, for that night, the confrontation was done. It was just going to escalate. There wasn't gonna, I wasn't going to get anywhere with this. 
And that bitch would have cut me anyway. And so they weren't dormant at that point. Like they were in full oh, on no. meth. They they had gotten their stash and they were full on like making noise, like doing all kinds of crazy shit. Full on, yeah, full on, uh, yeah. They, they they sold enough metal this week, so they. Um, well, it's Monday. I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, Monday, I suppose. Sunday night. Maybe they'll be run out by the time. I'll probably give them a couple more days. Yeah. But so, and I, I checked again today, and the stuff is still out there. I need help with this. What can I do? Like, what legal repercussions, what kind of action can I take to get them to comply with this and also maybe perhaps punish them for being meth heads on um, top of it? May I? Yes. Okay. I would suggest uh, contacting the city sanitation department because having just, you know, loads of garbage sitting in your front yard, that is that is potentially a biohazard of some sort, especially if the garbage is of a mysterious substance. I mean, if it's just like regular composty kind of garbage – uh, even that can can warrant a, um, a sighting of some sort. Okay. Um, if the property line, as you said, is as well defined as you say it is, uh, which I can imagine it rather rather clearly. Right. Uh, then it'd be rather easy to decipher. You know. You know. If yours is all neat and tidy, theirs looks like a plane hit it, and they're trying to say, "Well, no, no, that's not our garbage." Well, obviously, it's on your property. Hence, it becomes your responsibility. And if it's in your trash can, doubly so. Uh, in, in, in addition, I might also suggest maybe just calling the cops on. Have you, has, have you tried that in the past? I have tried that many times in the past, and they've been arrested, uh, multiple, or at least I, I assume arrested, because the cops used to show up there all the time. But at a certain point, I, I ended up speaking to a police officer. who They all know, the, the neighborhood cops all know this house. And he's just like, well, unless you catch him in the act of doing something, there's nothing we can do. And that's where he left it. And so I'm like, great, because I told him about how – because they used to deal with meth right in front of my house. They would stand out in the corner in front of my house literally with white bags of – or bags of white powder and, uh, and pass it off to cars that would stop. Now the, they do it on their own property, but cars stop and go from there well, all progress. the time. That's progress. I think that's progress. We need to sort of acknowledge that. Well, and that's why I thought we had an unwritten agreement. But now, no. now it's uh, – they're back to violating my borders, and this is a problem for me. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, well, I could. Uh, there are uh, a myriad of security um, measures that you can take, and you don't even have to like. You can get a, a video recorder, whatever, it's sort of like outside of your house, um, to record them if that is indeed what you want to do. Or you could just simply uh, put a fake one, like a decoy one, right? And because I mean, they're already living on a high level of suspicion and paranoia as it is, maybe just sort of play to those strengths. But you definitely want to be able to document the crazy in some manner uh, or, or form so that you have something to present to the authorities when they come back yet again. I just can't understand why if they've been arrested multiple times in the past, how they're just sort of like, well, you know, obviously arresting them doesn't seem to do much of a good you know, sort of thing. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of fascinating because they're obviously doing so much illegal shit over there. Yeah. Yet they're always there with trucks full of albeit stolen metal like it is parts of things that should not have the parts taken from them yeah. like it's just like big piles of pieces of fence and like telephone poles and stuff just like all kinds <laughs> of shit but they're getting they get away with it and they're back there sawing and hammering and screaming and like today when i rode my bike over to your house it was like um like they're playing all the doors and windows open you can see into the crack den and some dude was like screaming and playing a, like an electric guitar very shittily oh yeah while the, somebody's hammering outside it's like why how did they possibly get away with this i that i don't know and how they get how how they survive there without having been at least kicked out and i think there's some kind of a family member that doesn't live there that owns the place so maybe they're this family member just lets them stay but 
I don't know. I'm this this makes me want to take a a stepped up measure of action because they've they violated the unspoken agreement. Yeah. Now it's time for me to maybe go on the offensive a little bit and end this for all because the guy did the guy legitimately is fucking crazy and he's gigantic and he's it's like dealing with a rabid dog. So it's like you can you can sit there and try to reason with it. The dog's not going to There's respond. No no. There's no reasoning. The dog will just attack. And he's dumb enough that, you know, he could do something if if the confrontation happened. And he is like but as you've stated before, he is legitimately putting his own marked garbage can on your property that he has the city has a record of screaming that it's not his when in fact like that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard because obviously it's like Legitimately, his garbage. Got our garbage, but we'll clean it up. Yeah, and he's just like shoving it onto your property, like pretending that it's not. It's like they're the serial numbers and everything are on there for a reason. It yeah. is attached to that house. And plus, let me just state for the record, I have seen that garbage can walk its way down from the front door over the past week. Like it started next to the front door, then every day it would get probably about like three or four feet further down before it finally crossed. The, like I've seen that thing walking. Yeah, and it's just full of all kinds of crazy shit, like stuff. So the that trash can's on drugs too. The trash can is it's moving by itself. I don't know. Uh, have <laughs> you? Uh, no, I'm assuming there's other other you know dwellings in this area. Do they? Do, are there other complain? Do other people that also complain about? There are, but I am the only one that really shares a prominent border. There's a there's another house that shares a border, but they don't. It's it's kind of blocked off, so they don't probably have to deal with it. Yeah. And since they're on a corner lot, I I am the pro. Prominent person that uh, shares the border with them. Well, I might try just you know, maybe reaching out to them to be like, "Look, this this house obviously poses a threat to everyone, mm-hmm. regardless, you know, of you know where their trash placement might be for one, from one week to another." Maybe just like uh, see if you can maybe get like a group of them together and to find file some kind of a grievance with the housing uh, authority so right. that they can actually go in there and be like. You know, you obviously are causing such an issue that everyone here needs to get you the F out. And it's not like you're just, you know, uh, you have a motorcycle or some kind of like a disturbance like that. No, you are like sawing up chunks of the city that you can sell for, you know, with to buy drugs and perpetuate said drugs with. So, right. I mean, if it's that glaring of, a, of an issue, just, you know, find some kind of a. <clears throat> a community uh, solution to it because if you make yourself kind of like the figurehead, which unfortunately you kind of have to be, right? You know, you are now the target. Yeah. So they will sort of like pick on you as they have been to sort of establish their dominance. But so you don't know how many people are actually living in the house. This guy, I had never seen this guy before, so I didn't even know he was there. There's the Travis, the polite tweaker. Tra- Travis, the polite tweaker. Yeah. If it was just Travis, Travis, uh, Travis is obviously easily dominated. He's like, <laughs> okay. All right. I think basically you just tell Travis what to do and he does it, which mm-hmm. is probably why they keep him around. And I would oh, say Travis. <laughs> tell he's Travis. lower on the totem pole than, than fatty, angry man. So <laughs> you tell Travis, you, you look at him right in the eyes, you, you get a good, good glare going, and you say, Travis, Travis, you stop doing tweak right now. Stop, stop it. You stop it. You stop. Oh, you stop. Oh, you, oh, you don't get me. I'll get the you spray bottle. I will spray you with the bottle. <laughs> Do stop doing tweak right now. Okay, then, I'm sorry. My only concern is that what if um you know since the other neighbor you know that's next door to them as well. What if they're in cahoots? Mm. Well, and I don't know that guy because he's I've never seen him. I'll be honest, I've never seen him, so I, I don't know him at all. Yeah. What's the rent like at your place? Is it reasonable? Is it worth? well? I own it. Yeah. So okay. it's, oh, I mean, great, fantastic. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, so but the the neighborhood actually is pretty. 
it's pretty good. I mean, it used to be part of Felony Flats, you know, several years ago, but most of that element's been pushed out, and it's it's a fairly decent neighborhood, except, except like, for the people right oh, next to me. Geez. I have the one bordering you've got the property. Old, you've got the old guy in the up house that's yep. basically like he refuses to move no matter what. Yep. That's pretty oh, much it. That's, just, mm-hmm. that's tragic. So... Well, that's that's some good advice. I will uh, see what I can do in that aspect. I'd like to be as n- anonymous as possible. Yeah, if possible. you don't want to really fuck with them. Not openly, just because they're so fucking stupid. Um, yeah. You never know what they'll do. But I'm not. I'm also not scared of them. Yeah. But uh, I would preferably anonymously if I can. But if I can't, then that's the deal. So yeah. I don't know. That you have to go through the proper channels because you know, like you said, when it gets to the point where you need to retaliate or you feel you need to retaliate, that's when you can kind of fall victim to the law. Mm-hmm. You know, and strangely enough, tweakers and and a lot of lawbreakers are very well versed in it. So they can they know how to kind of lay traps for you know regular law abiding citizens like yourself. And before you know it. You're suddenly getting cited for something when you're just like, they're the obvious problem. Why am I the one that has to sort of pay for it? So, and if you need a big scary guy to go over there, I will be your, I'll be your big scary guy. I'm gonna bring you and Keelan over there. Yeah, it's fine. That's, That's fine. what I was asking too, because I'm like, what if they? Although I don't think that they're you know as clever as this, but I'm like, what if they take your garbage can and start putting their shit in your garbage can and then pull that out? And try and replace him. Well, that I mean... That would take a lot of effort on their part, I know. That would be a pretty bold, bold move on their part. I mean, I suppose if they wanted to, they could get to my garbage can, yeah. But I I would be surprised if they took that bold of action. Yeah. That would definitely be a an escalation beyond what they've ever done before. We can also do something where... Uh, we I have, a, I have a minivan, and we can tint the windows... <laughs> and we can just kind of like not. I mean, this is very passive aggressive, but also can be very effective. Um, we park out in front of their place, and we just have guys in sunglasses, just kind of like looking in their direction and writing stuff down. And if they ever try and come near us, we just drive away. And we can switch it out so that like one times it's me, one times it's somebody else. And we throw a, you know maybe a, a couple of women also like all looking very professional, all with the same sunglasses on. And then just wig them out, outwig the tweakers. This <laughs> point, be so wigged out. You're no longer the issue here. They'll either straighten up and fly right, at least for a little while, or they'll just up and move. So, I mean, like I said, play on the paranoia, stir up that hornet's nest, see what happens, shake things up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh boy. That's actually really bad advice. That's horrible. <laughs> Don't listen. Advice. Maybe insult her ethnic background, or maybe throw a rock through their window with uh, with a, uh, a map to your house, a list of times when you're most vulnerable and uh, phobias. Get out, sincerely, your neighbor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that may I not. Think work. We've all learned a lot today. All right. All right. Well. I will figure something out, and perhaps uh, you know we can put this up on the forum too. So yeah, I know anybody, we have some some cops that listen to us. As yeah, well. yeah. So any advice, any more more advice that you guys have, just go to the uh, forum. Just go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the forum button, and then um, you know sign up and and maybe maybe give us some advice. That would be great. Mm. All right. Well, I think I think we have accomplished a lot today. I think so I feel, too. I feel I feel yeah. yeah. I do yeah. feel a little better. Feel cleansed. I do. Was that that wasn't too mean? Was it? No, I mean, you weren't being mean, I wasn't were you? being I mean, mean, I was were... just being honest. Like, it's something I've always wanted to say. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll stop talking about it from this day forward. It's not going to be brought up again. Okay. But, um, yeah, I just kind of felt like it. Well, you know, you can only, in a, in a sense, you're almost both in the same boat. You can only kind of be pushed so far. Mm-hmm. Or you can only sort of contain your quiet, you know, 
indignation is as it were for so long before something has to be done or said that's true and it has a, it had an, a a natural conclusion in its midst it really it was leading toward it i just didn't know when it was going to be turned out it was today well you know it's, it's glad when at least that much is done for you and now you're like okay all i have to do now is my part and that's really all you can do so it's it's big gym like counselor yeah life counselor for today i like this this is sobriety a, fits you well friend it does and i hate it i hate it every day <laughs> i hate it with the crack of every fresh beer with the the scent of cigarette smoke hanging in the air I just I long for for 2012 when I can just jump off this wagon and straight back into a bender. Are oh, you doing it for this whole year? Just for this whole year to see if I can do it. Uh, and and it's been going great. I've been six months, uh, six and a half months, give or take. Look and at you, congrats! Yeah, nice. Thank you. I'm, I'm working on losing some weight, and you know, just uh, just just don't overdo it. it on January 1st. Oh, are you kidding me? No, it's <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna end badly. It's, it's gonna, gonna be like a quick Tarantino film, like <laughs> oh, like a Shakespeare play. Everybody's gonna be bloody and dead. <laughs> On a but 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 funny, but funny, but you know, yeah. right in a funny way. Yeah, he's Big Jim. Uh, you can <laughs> find Jim. him. Parallel laughs. Where's the uh, best place for people to find? Uh, just check me out on my Facebook, which uh, you can just plug in bigjim.com, bigjimwilly.com. You can just plug it in. Just plug it in. Just plug and, it in, uh, Big Jim. I'm pretty, I'm pretty easy to locate. And again, like I said, this Wednesday at, uh, at Helium, Helium for Portland's uh, Funniest Person Contest, I'm uh, going up against, uh, like I said, Timmy Williams and a lot and about 10 other of Portland's finest and funniest. So please come on out and support me specifically. Of course. And two other comics to a lesser degree. How of, much does this uh, this fine night cost? Uh, I believe tickets are two for one, and uh, they are five dollars a piece. Oh wow! That's, That's I mean, it's uh, it's hella on. cheap. It's it's I mean, it's a great uh, it's a it's a great night. For comedy and uh, for for just 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 come just That's at, at those prices at those prices you can't afford not to go. Yeah. Oh, look at you! There we go. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> so that's July twentieth, two thousand eleven. Show starts at eight o'clock, and uh, and yeah, it'll be a great time. I promise. All right. Awesome. All right. Uh, well, send us an email: funemploymentradio at gmail Give us a call: 503-575-9120. Thank you very much to everyone who uh, supports Fun Employment Radio. We really, 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 really appreciate it. And once again, so long, farewell, Jeff. We shall miss you. There we go. There we go. What can you do? Tomorrow on the show, Shanrock. Shannon. The purveyor of many different trivia nights around town. She is hilarious. Owner of Shanrock Trivia. She's hilarious. Awesome, hilarious. You probably encountered her at some point anyway if you go out and do trivia. So she's going to be on the show tomorrow. That's going to be fun. And she's going to bring some trivia questions for us as well. Yeah, I'm a little bit nervous about what she's going to bring. I am too. Nervous excited. Yeah, we'll see. We'll match wits. Or something. I don't know. <laughs> if we had things. wits, they would be matched. They would be totally matched right now. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. <laughs>